What is the midweek talk through edition of Young Gun if we are not leading off by acknowledging that it was a tough week for the Carolina Panthers? That is kind of the way this goes. I'm your host, Dimitri Ravanis. Will Brinson from CBS is going to join me in just a minute. First, though, I got to tell you about our friends at Graffiti Spirits, Axes, and Art. They make the show possible. You can find them in downtown Cary, 158 East Cedar Street. Uh, look, Lauren and I said this last week, and it holds true. They have 19 TVs, so on Sunday... Go there and watch everybody else play football. Keep an eye on what the Panthers are doing. Maybe Bryce will have a breakout game, but you can't count on that right now, right? So go watch football somewhere where there are not only a lot of screens so you can check out the other action, but there is also a number of distractions, be it the weekly specials on bourbon pours. Uh, there they are right there on the side, the full price list. The weekly specials on beer prizes, axe throwing, man, graffiti is the ideal place to experience the disappointment that is this Panther season because graffiti itself is never disappointing. Go check out the cool art, try the great drinks, and just all-round enjoyment that is graffiti. 158 East Cedar Street in downtown Cary. Support them because they support us. It's the perfect place to watch Sunday football graffiti in downtown Cary. CBS NFL reporter Will Brinson is our guest this week on the Midweek Talk Through. Uh, Will, you cover the sport at a national level, so I do wonder what around the league, when, you, when you're talking to people <laughs> in different markets, what around the league they make of, not the Panthers, but specifically Dave Tepper's era of owning the Panthers. Does it feel as directionless nationally as it does to those of us locally? Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it feels, I think it feels very, um, I think it feels very directionless is a good word for it, but it's almost like spontaneously. Um, it's, it's hard. It's like, it feels like, um, it feels like a, it's like a, like a three-year-old trying to solve a Rubik's cube. Right. Or it's like, <laughs> like every, like, it's like, all right, let's, let's do this and this. And then like the three-year-old can't do it. So yeah. gets angry and throws it at the wall or something like that. And I mean, you know, you, you just have this, it's a, it's, I mean, I don't know to me, to me, I think that the general belief and perception of it is that it, you know, it's like Dave Tepper is a former hedge fund man or you know, current hedge fund manager, whatever he is, who like everything about the way that he, everything about this organization reeks of the same sort of things that you would expect based if you read a profile about David Tepper. Like for instance, <laughs> in the 2020, was it 20? What did they draft Matt Corral? Is it 2022? Was it just last year? Uh, uh, it was, uh, 21. Yeah. Yeah. It was in the 2021 draft. Yeah. Okay. Oh so no, no, you're right. You're right. 22. Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so like, this is last year, last year they traded um, a third round they traded uh, a, a 2023 third round pick and a fourth round pick to move up to 94 to get Matt Corral. Now this is in the draft where we saw uh, the Panthers take Iki Aquanu at six overall. And then we didn't see a quarterback taken until Kenny Pickett went 20th overall uh, in the first round. Sam Howell would go in the fifth round. The Panthers could have sat back and waited and kept those picks and drafted Sam Howell. Now I'm not saying Sam Howell has been awesome, but he's a fifth round pick. If he doesn't work out, you throw it away. The Panthers, if the Panthers were doing what Washington is doing right now this year, they would be saying, okay, we have Sam Howell. We think that he's done some good stuff. 
He clearly can't survive behind this offensive line. He's probably not the guy. We screwed up. That fifth-round pick is being tossed away. They've already tossed away two third, the two third-round picks yeah. on Matt Corral, right? So instead, you could have had a fifth-round pick. And you would be doing this instead of having thrown away multiple first, not thrown away multiple first, but maybe set the future first-round pick and Caleb Williams on fire by trading up to get Bryce Young. And, and the point of all that is that I think at every possible turn, when it comes to the quarterback acquisition in Carolina, it there's a lack of a distinct lack of patience. Yep. A distinct lack of letting the football guys do the football things that they need to do. And instead allowing it, it, it reminds me very much of what Jimmy Haslam did in Cleveland. And Jimmy Haslam, a former uh, Steelers minority owner, came in and was like, I've been with the Steelers. He's like, I'm fired up to the max. It was like literally his quote. He's fired up to the max to own the Browns and to turn things around in Cleveland. Uh, he proceeded to hire and like make splashy hires, fire them quickly, uh, have his hand, his fingerprints all over the business. And look, David Tepper paid what six, whatever he paid, four billion dollars or whatever it is for the Panthers. He can do whatever the hell he wants. It's his team. If he wants to have, if he wants to have his, um, his immediate family members at pro days, despite having a complete lack of experience yeah. in evaluating NFL per, in draft prospects and anyone involved in the NFL, and he wants to do that and give them input into it, that's his prerogative. Jerry Jones, you see it around the league. It happens all the time. You know, It's like, you own the team. You're a billionaire. You, own the team, you do what you want. Um, you know, He can do that. If he wants to say, Scott Fitterer, go trade all of this and go get the number one pick, and I don't care what it costs, make sure you get it, he can do that. It's his team. He he owns the team. He's the team owner. He can do whatever he wants. Just like my fantasy team. If I want to trade everything <laughs> for a kicker, if I want to trade everybody for Cairo Santos, just for like a fish pun, then I can do that. And so Dave Tepper can do it too. But when you do that, you are you are stepping in, in ironically, Dave Tepper got rich because he he did what he does. He did well at what he does best. And now he's trying to uh, he assumes that he can succeed at something that he doesn't know how to do. And yeah. as a result, I think you see his fingerprints all over these moves, whether it's trading for Sam Darnold and whether it's referred to the Matt rule, the Matt signing Matt rule, this huge contract with limited NFL experience, trading for Sam Darnold, giving the fifth year extent, fifth year option before seeing a play without having to do it. Um, to, uh, trading up for Matt Corral, trading up for Bryce Young, trading for like going to get Baker Mayfield, tr churning and churning and churning and trying to get this quarterback, like desperately trying to get this quarterback at any cost despite not realizing that the opportunity cost of what you give up is ultimately what you know is your downfall and, and possibly could be the downfall for this pick. It's, it's interesting. It's almost like the one thing we, we can tell he absolutely knows about football is you got to have the quarterback. Now all that true. ancillary stuff, like he clearly has no idea. Like he's, I mean, yeah, he, he definitely listened to like that and like understands you got to have the quarterback, which congratulations. <laughs> right. Like everybody knows that. Do me a favor, take the time to like and subscribe to this show wherever it is you are listening, be it on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. Also make time to leave a comment, a review, whatever it is you want to do. The more interaction these websites and programs see, the more they learn that they need to put this in front of other people. It's how more folks discover the show. So do it today, whether it is uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, you name it. Take the time to rate and review. And if you've not already subscribed, especially on YouTube to the OBS and Gilio, the OG Triangle Media uh, YouTube page, do it right now. 
And don't forget, we are on Origin Sports each and every Tuesday night at 7. A version of this podcast with Lauren and I airs on live TV. You've got Origin if you have any of those built-in TV services. Samsung TV+, Plus, Roku, Zumo, Amazon Freebie, you name it. You can find Origin Sports there, and you can find us on Origin Sports each and every Tuesday night. Take time to watch, please. Uh, so I hadn't thought of the Jimmy Haslam analogy. It's a really good one. And so with that in mind, like there's absolutely both former, no both way. former Steelers minority owners. Yeah. I mean, like that's, you know, that's the, everyone assumes they know what they're doing. You know, with, with that in mind, there's like, there's no way in hell Frank Wright keeps this job after this year. Right. I think it would be pretty, I mean, I think the biggest telltale sign for me was that, um, he took the play calling back from Thomas Brown after three that's games, what, which that's was what Brownlow and I talked about uh, yeah. earlier this week was that really reeked of, well, if I'm getting fired, I'm getting fired. Thomas Brown. Which, it's just, it's like, you've been told if this doesn't change, I'm going to, ma- I'm going to make it change in yeah. some form or fashion. And you're like, well, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out calling the plays. Cause that's what I do as a head coach. And like, you know, it's like the offense didn't exactly, it didn't get better with Thomas Brown. Yeah. So, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're Frank Reich, like, and you've assembled this all-star cast and you're it's year one and you think you might be fired again. You know, this is your like a lot. Most NFL head coaches only get two looks, right? Getting a third look is pretty rare. So if you're um, Frank Reich and you think, you know, I could get fired here and this might be my last chance to be a head coach. And I, and I think that Frank Reich would get another look because he's well-regarded and he had success in Indy. And then, you know, this ultimately, I think we'll look back at these temper jobs. as like, ah, oh. but I mean, look at like a guy like Mike Patton who took a job in, in Cleveland and didn't get another look. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you know, um, you, you see guys, this happens all the time. I mean, like, you know, Rod Chichinsky. Rod Chichinsky, yeah, that's right? exactly what Yeah, one year at Cleveland, and like, like you don't get another look because it, spe- it fails so spectacularly. I mean, Pat Shermer, another example of a well-regarded offensive coordinator who got two looks, and now, is, you know, it's like he's, his name doesn't surface back up when it happens. So if you're Frank Reich, you get fired a second time, you might not have another chance. And I think he took this job believing that he was going to have time to develop Bryce Young and Bryce Young would succeed. And I think a lot of people have jumped on board with David Tepper in Carolina in various uh, avenues, believing that there were long-term plans in place. And then all of a sudden it's like, he's like, I don't really like where this is going. I'm super rich. I'm slamming the brakes and I'm turning the car. It's like the meme where it's like, you know, you go straight, right? It's like, yeah, it's it's like David Tepper's the car, and you know, it's right. like, and like it's like it's a like common sense football, uh, uh, pragmatic football decision making. It's like me angry. You know, it's like it's, 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 he just can't he can't control himself. It feels like it, it, it's funny along those lines. I do kind of wonder because the the issues are plentiful in Carolina right now, right? Like. I don't know if I'm Frank Reich, if I would have looked at this roster, if I knew how short David Tipper's, uh, David Tipper's, both his temper and his, uh, his patience are, I don't know that I would have looked at this team and thought I could have accomplished anything. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I, mean, I, also, so, so I guess my, well, the, I also the think point like, that I, is. I think they're like coming into the season. Like, I mean, I think Panthers fans believe that this team in this division with no Tom Brady, you know, Drew Brees has been long gone. You have Derek Carr as the biggest upgrade for the Saints. I mean, this division isn't good. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, the division is currently being led by a five and five, like a 500 Saints team um, that has, I believe, a plus 16 point dif- uh, a 16, plus 16 point differential. The Falcons, four and six in second place. Minus twenty-eight point differential. <laughs> Falcon. I mean, Bucks. 
third place, minus eight point differential. There's the Panthers team last year where they were the way that they were would have been in the mix right now. And that's what makes this so stunning is that they are so much worse. Yeah. And they look so lethargic on offense. And I think part of it is a, I don't know if there's like a, an inability between the personnel and the coaching, like Scott Fitter and Frank Reich, but it's like, you know, the, the plan was, all right, we're going to get at Thielen and Hayden Hurst. And these guys are not explosive downfield, you know, risky guys. They're, you know, they're, they're solid veterans who can come in and, you know, we can work, work underneath, um, you know, and now granted, like, I guess those moves were all made in free agency and then you draft Bryce young, but you knew who you were going to draft because you already traded for the yeah. pick or you should have known who you were going to draft. Um, and I think that, you know, in hindsight, it's like, you know, maybe just don't make that trade. Cause I mean, the, the, what it's going to boil down to is they're If, if the Panthers end up giving away the number one pick, they're going to end up trading for Bryce, the rights to draft Bryce Young in exchange for Caleb Williams, Jalen Carter, who's been the best player, yeah. defensive player in the Eagles, was taken ninth overall, two second round picks, and DJ Moore. And that is a yeah. really bad trade if that's how it ends up playing out. Because when Bryce Young was drafted, when the trade was made, Bryce Young was drafted, it was believed that the Panthers' worst case, like floor, was going to be in this five and five range about 10 weeks in maybe four and six, three and seven, something like that, if everything goes wrong and you're still competing for a bad division. Like, they should – I mean, there's only, I think, three teams that – well, I mean, really, you could even – New England two and eight, the Cardinals two and nine, and Carolina one and nine. And New England, I guess with Belichick, you'd say, well, let's not count them out yet. Who – like, two teams really who couldn't – wouldn't be competing – for this division right now. Yeah. Like in the entire, yeah. even the Bears at three and eight, you'd be like, all right, I mean, Justin Fields is back. Like maybe he gets hot and, and we, and we, and, and, and win some division games. I mean, the Panthers could, could, the, the, like the Panthers, I mean, I was talking with, uh, you know, Adam Gold about this earlier in the week, but it's like they have the Titans, the Bucks, the Saints, the Falcons, the Packers, the Jags, and the Bucks. Like any, any team in the NFL except for, the Jaguars game, I don't count. But like any team, any other team in the NFL should be competitive in those six other six games. Yeah, that's, and, that's and you, the thing. You just don't feel like the Panthers will be. That's the that's the knife in the heart that was the Colts game, right? Like that should have been the start of a little bit of a role for this team. But yes. the way they lost that game was so deflating. I, I do wonder if not having their first round pick, given what we know about Dave Tepper, not having their first round pick, is that the only thing that saves Bryce Young from getting the Josh Rosen treatment in Arizona? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I, I, maybe. I mean, I think if like the Panthers had, had the first overall pick, or the, let's say the Panthers had gotten Bryce Young at, well, I mean, the, the difference is Rosen was drafted at 10 and he was the right. fifth quarterback in the 2018, or no, the fourth quarter, because Lamar was the fifth quarterback in the 2018 class, but Rosen was the fourth taken after um, Darnold. Or Baker, maybe, Darnold. Uh, he was the third, right? What didn't he no, go No, because uh, Baker, Bay was Baker, uh, Darnold, Josh Allen, then Josh yeah. Rosen, okay. right? It was I'm, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. No, no, Josh. I think yeah, Rosen Allen was 2017. Allen. No, they were there were different years. Hold on, let's see. 18 was, who am I forgetting about? Um, 18 was Baker, Darnold, 
Josh Allen at seven. Yeah, then Rosen. Yeah, oh, it's so, seven. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was seventh because the, the, they traded up with Tampa Bay for him. And then yeah, yeah. Rosen, and it was ta- Tampa Bay traded back to 12. That's what I'm remembering. Right, right, right. They yep. Got yeah. Bay. And then Rosen, Rosen went 10th, and the, and, the, and the Cardinals got a good deal. They only gave up a, a third and a fifth to move up from um, – from 15 to 10 and get Rosen. And then Lamar ended up going, of course, later too. But yeah. um, the, 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 the larger point is like Rosen was at 10 and it was like Kyler, Kyler was like first overall, right? And that, that's sort of the difference. And Baker had had a good rookie season. So people believe that like this, you know, smaller mobile quarterbacks were, were viable. Um, so I, yeah, but, but I mean, I think if the Panthers had just drafted him, Bryce Young at three or something like that, then yeah, they would consider moving on with Caleb Williams if they were the worst team in football. Um, but the problem is now I think they're going to look at it and say, I think David Tepper, the way that his personality has shown to be to impact Panthers decision making and the way that his impulse control has shown to be non-existent, that you're going to see two things really impact the decisions for the Panthers this offseason. One, Having to get in, like, I don't care what anybody said. I don't understand why people aren't, aren't more on board with me on this. When you give up a, the first overall pick, you are like, you're mad about it. Like, you don't think yeah. you should, like, like, you're giving up, like, you're like, that should be our pick. And it's like a really good pick. It's better than the pick you had before, right? Like, you're, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. You feel like an idiot. You made a mistake. You got Bryce Young, but you gave up Caleb Williams and all this stuff. So I think that impacts it. He's being mad about Scott Fitterer for that, or mad at Scott Fitterer for that. And then, CJ Stroud looks awesome. Yeah. And, and the Texans are the Texans are like a playoff team. The Texans are what everyone thought the Panthers were going to be. A playoff team with this young quarterback with a high floor who's going to step in and succeed right away under really good coaching. And so if you're David Tepper, you're looking at one, the whoever the Bears are getting, whoever you should have, you could have gotten it first overall. And then two, the Texans are already good out of the gate and maybe a playoff team. It's it's I think for the way that David Tepper has acted, it's hard not to expect him to make some pretty aggressive decisions this offseason which goes back to the directionless spontaneity of the carolina panthers congrats you're starting over like to what to like for what yeah uh let me end by asking you this i mean the the whole conceit of this show is lauren is a panthers fan and i am a bryce fan so i uh obviously am quite the apologist to the uh quarterback right. my alma mater not but- going well not going well for you no, not going well for well. Yeah. To be fair, not going well for Lauren either. No, uh, no, no, that's true. That's true yeah. <laughs> the uh, do you think that it is it is already a lost cause for him? No, I don't think so. I think it's. I mean, I think like if you look at Peyton Manning's rookie year, Troy Aikman's rookie year, both Hall of Famers, um, different quarterbacks, of course, you know, but like both Hall of Famers, yeah. both terrible rookie seasons. It, you know, I think even if you look at Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa, um, Justin Herbert was like a year in. It was like well. That was, you know, the, that was, a you know, the Dolphins made a mistake. Like Ter- Herbert was the guy like they, you know, yeah. if they take Herbert, like what are they? And now it's like, well, you know, I mean, two is pretty freaking good. Two is a top three MVP candidate and the Chargers going to miss the playoffs again. So there are many, many external factors that go into a player success. Uh, you know, like this Panthers offensive line, they have continuity. They're just not good. Right. Quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have upside eventually. And now maybe that's me being a homer with like NC State, uh, you know, Icky and, and, and Zavala. Um, but, you know, I think it would be crazy to write off Bryce Young after one year. He's the first overall pick. He was highly regarded coming out of out of Alabama. And um, it, it would be one thing if you're like the Josh Rosen thing, you know, 10th overall, maybe forced up a little bit in a draft class. 
I mean, Bryce Young was the number one overall pick. Like, yeah. If if the Panthers cut ties with him after picking him first overall, trading all that in after one year, that would be an all time. Like, I still think you could trade Bryce Young to some team. Like, if you traded Bryce Young, wouldn't you get a first round pick for him right now? Like, yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah. So I mean, it's way too early to be a lost cause. But if if you're a Panthers fan, it's easy to see why you don't believe that Bryce Young is the guy. 